Hi everyone, this is Denise Maranatha from PsalmsCast. The Lord desires to speak into your life situations and circumstances from five chapters of the book of Psalms today. It is an amazing book that is located smack dab in the middle of the Bible. This time of year, it can be so challenging in a lot of different ways, and God is inviting you into his warm healing presence. So come on, let's adventure into our five chapters ahead. We'll start the journey in Psalm 9, then head to Psalm 39, Psalm 69, Psalm 99, and finish up at Psalm 129. Our source Bible for this week that I'm reading from is the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. For those who like to follow along during the reading, select the AMPC version over at BibleGateway.com. Just a moment to pause and ask the Lord to be our guide for this time, and then off we go. Lord, it's been a long couple of days, and yet we desire to finish this week strong. That is only going to happen if we get recharged and motivated by your living word. You know the stuff that is bogging us down, and we do want to be set free of the burdens and the chaos. So we come humbly, needy, and seeking you. Allow your wisdom and truth to penetrate all the aspects of our being, not just our ears, but our hearts, our minds, our attitudes, and our worldviews. Cast a protective net over each one of us to keep the chaos and distraction away for this time with you. Eliminate and unpack these chapters into a meaningful way in our life today. Psalm 9, a Psalm of David. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth, recount and tell aloud all your marvelous works and wonderful deeds. I will rejoice in you and be in high spirits. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turned back, they stumbled and perished before you, for you have maintained my right and my cause. You sat on the throne judging righteously. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy have been cut off and have vanished in everlasting ruins. You have plucked up and overthrown their cities. The very memory of them has perished and vanished. But the Lord shall remain and continue forever. He has prepared and established his throne for judgment, and he will judge the world in righteousness, rightness, and equity. He will minister justice to the peoples in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge and a high tower for the oppressed, a refuge and a stronghold in times of trouble, high cost, destitution, and desperation. And they who know your name, who have experience and acquaintance with your mercy, will lean on and confidently put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek, inquire of, and for you, on the authority of God's word and the right of their necessity. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare among the peoples his doings. For he who avenges the blood of his people shed unjustly remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted, the poor 
and the humble. Have mercy upon me, and be gracious to me, O Lord. Consider how I am afflicted by those who hate me, you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth, recount and tell aloud all your praises. In the gates of the daughter of Zion, I will rejoice in your salvation and your saving help. The nations have sunk down in the pit that they made, and the net which they hid is their own foot caught. The Lord has made himself known. He executes judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. The wicked shall be turned back headlong into premature death, into Sheol, the place of departed spirits of the wicked, even all the nations that forget or are forgetful of God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, and the expectation and hope of the meek and the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear. Make them realize their frail nature, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Psalm 39, a Psalm of David. I said, I will take heed and guard my ways, that I may sin not with my tongue. I will muzzle my mouth as with a bridle, while the wicked are before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace without profit, and had no comfort away from good, while my distress was renewed. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Lord, make me to know my end, to appreciate the measure of my days, what it is. Let me know and realize how frail I am, how transient in my stay here. Behold, you have made my days as short as handbreadths, and my lifetime is as nothing in your sight. Truly, every man at his best is merely a breath. Surely, every man walks to and fro like a shadow in a pantomime. Surely, for futility and emptiness, he is in turmoil. Each one heaps up riches, not knowing who will gather them. And now, Lord, what do I wait for and expect? My hope and expectations are in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the scorn and reproach of the self-confident fool. I am dumb. I open not my mouth, for it is you who has done it. Remove your stroke away from me. I am consumed by the conflict and the blow of your hand. When with rebukes you correct and chasten man for sin, you waste his beauty like a moth, and what is dear to him consumes away. Surely every man is a mere breath. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears, for I am your passing guest, a temporary resident, as all my fathers were. O look away from me, and spare me, that I may recover cheerfulness and encouraging strength and know gladness before I go and am no more. Psalm 69, a Psalm of David. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. They threaten my life. I sink in deep mire. 
where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters where the floods overwhelm me. I am weary with my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes fail with wanting hopefully for my God. Those who hate me without cause are more than the hairs of my head. Those who would cut me off and destroy me, being my enemies wrongfully, are many and mighty. I am forced to restore what I did not steal. O God, you know my folly and blundering. My sins and my guilt are not hidden from you. Let not those who wait and hope and look for you, O Lord of hosts, be put to shame through me. Let not those who seek and inquire for and require you as their vital necessity be brought to confusion and dishonor through me, O God of Israel. Because for your sake I borne taunt and reproach, confusion and shame have covered my face. I have become a stranger to my brethren and an alien to my mother's children. For zeal for your house has eaten me up, and the reproaches and insults of those who reproach and insult you have fallen upon me. When I wept and humbled myself with fasting, I was jeered at and humiliated. When I made sackcloth my clothing, I became a byword, an object of scorn to them. They who sit in the city gates talk about me, and I am the song of the drunkards. But as for me, my prayer is to you, O Lord. At an acceptable and opportune time, O God, in the multitude of your mercy and abundance of your loving kindness, hear me, and in truth and faithfulness of your salvation, answer me. Rescue me out of the mire, and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from those who hate me, and from out of the deep waters. Let not the flood waters overflow and overwhelm me, neither let the deep swallow me up nor the dug pit with water perhaps in the bottom close its mouth over me. Hear and answer me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is sweet and comforting. According to your plenteous, tender mercy and steadfast love, turn to me. Hide not your face from your servant, for I am in distress. O answer me speedily. Draw close to me and redeem me. Ransom and set me free because of my enemies, lest they glory in my prolonged distress. You know my reproach and my shame and my dishonor. My adversaries are all before you, fully known to you. Insults and reproach have broken my heart. I am full of heaviness, and I am distressingly sick. I looked for pity, but there was none, and for comforters, but I found none. They gave me also gall, poisonous and bitter for my food, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar, a sour wine to drink. Let their own table, with all its abundance and luxury, become a snare to them, and when they are secure in peace or at their sacrificial feast, let it become a trap to them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see, and make their loins tremble continually from terror dismay and feebleness. Pour out your indignation upon them and let the fierceness of your burning anger catch up with them. Let their habitation and their encampment be a desolation. Let no one dwell in their tents, for they pursue and persecute him whom you have smitten 
and they gossip about those whom you have wounded, adding to their grief and pain. Let one unforgiven perverseness and iniquity accumulate upon another for them in your book, and let them not come into your righteousness or be justified and acquitted by you. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living and the book of life and not be enrolled among the uncompromisingly righteous, those upright and in right standing with God. But I am poor, sorrowful, and in pain. Let your salvation, O God, set me up on high. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. And it will please the Lord better than an ox or a bullock that has horns and hooves. The humble shall see it and be glad. You who seek God, inquire for and requiring him as your first need, let your hearts revive and live. For the Lord hears the poor and needy and despises not his prisoners, his miserable and wounded ones. Let heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moves in them. For God will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and his servants shall remain and dwell there and have it in their possession. The children of his servants shall inherit it, and those who love his name shall dwell in it. Psalm 99 The Lord reigns. Let the peoples tremble with reverential fear. He sits enthroned above the cherubim. Let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion, and he is high above all the peoples. Let them confess and praise your great name, awesome and reverence-inspiring. It is holy, and holy is he. The strength of the king, who loves righteousness and equity, you establish in uprightness. You execute justice and righteousness in Jacob, Israel. Extol the Lord our God, and worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among his priests, and Samuel was among those who called upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them in a pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies and statutes that he gave them. You answered them, O Lord our God. You were a forgiving God to them, although avenging their evil doing and wicked practices. Extol the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. And our final chapter today is Psalm 129, a song of ascents. Many a time and much have they afflicted me from my youth up, let Israel now say, Many a time and much have they afflicted me from my youth up, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back, they made long their furrows. The Lord is uncompromisingly righteous. He has cut asunder the thick cords by which the wicked enslaved us. Let them all be put to shame and turned back who hate Zion. Let them be as the green grass upon the housetops, which withers before it grows up, with which the mower fills not his hand, nor the binder of sheaves his bosom, while those who go by do not say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord.
The second chapter today, Psalm 39, it speaks to the vanity of our lives here on the earthly journey. Vanity has so many definitions, but in the context of this chapter, vanity signifies the quality of being worthless or futile. The word futile means lacking sense, meaning, or purpose. Some similar terms for vanity include uselessness, worthlessness, pointlessness, unproductiveness, emptiness, and about 25 others that were listed at wordhippo.com, which is my favorite resource for breaking down complex words to the level of my understanding. So many, including myself and those that surround me, are striving to become enough to be successful, fulfilled, happy. I am sure there are lots of other words that would be appropriate to add here. And yet, the Holy Spirit caused David to place a heartfelt cry and plea to the Lord. Behold, you have made my days mere handbreadths and my lifetime as nothing before you. Surely, all humanity is but vapor. Everyone goes about as a mere phantom. Surely they are making an uproar in vain, heaping up stuff, yet not knowing who will gather it. And now, my Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. So perhaps in the craziness of our societies and world's expectations of defining success, you are also struggling with thoughts of not being fill-in-the-blank enough, such as not being rich enough, not being smart enough, not being good enough, not being worthy. And most of us can point to the situations or the people who we might say make us have that kind of thinking. Well, friends, this is really going to be hard to say. It is not that other person. It's the person who you see in the mirror. So those people, they are broken just like us, and they spew harmful words or attitudes or actions. Oh, they most likely did intend to cause a reaction, but that person is not the reason for your feelings. When we say that another person's words, actions, or attitudes cause this negative stuff to rise up in us, that is called blaming. And it is so easy to blame those bad and negative thoughts and feelings on other people, but we need to change our perspective. Let's consider Jesus. Because he was able to flow in the gifts of the Spirit as the Son of God, even though he was fully human, he did not let others' bad behavior determine how he responded to all the chaos that was surrounding him. If the Holy Spirit is part of our life, friends, we can choose to shut out those voices and opinions that trigger our thought patterns of not being fill-in-the-blank enough. In my personal opinion, and yes, this is a Denise Maranatha opinion, I do not have to be enough. I am a daughter of the living God, and he is more than enough, period. It is easy for me to say that, and it is a challenge to live it out when the bottom falls out and chaos swirls around every corner. Is it a mind over matter situation? Yes and no. We have to train our brains what God's word says, and that starts by staying in his living word, 
feeding our minds the truths of God continually throughout the day, not just on Sunday or when a crisis hits. So I want to give you an example from another non-spiritual side of life. We all know that having clean water is essential to our health. Yet for a moment, imagine, if you will, that you only have access to clean water enough to quench your thirst one time each week or when a crisis hits. For a very brief window of time, you can drink clean water to your satisfaction. What would you imagine your general health outlook would be in that situation? Per a Mayo Clinic's article that was dated October 2022, it states that the U.S. National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine determine that inadequate daily fluid intake is, okay, by the way, that's daily each day, about 15.5 or 3.7 liters of fluid a day for a guy in about 11.5 cups or 2.2 liters of fluid a day for women. Those recommendations cover fluids from water, other beverages, and food. About 20% of daily fluid intake usually comes from food and the rest from drinks. My grandmother, Tenny, always encouraged me to drink five glasses of water as a kid, and I have found that that generally works well for me unless I'm training for a race. Even if I'm only walking the race, I must consume more water. The point of discussing water to hydrate our physical body is that consuming God's living word and staying in communication with the Lord is essential to hydrating our spiritual body. Just writing those words convicts me to be more intentional to train my mind to be able to recall God's word. What if a time comes where all Bibles are banned, burned, or confiscated? What if a time comes where those found with a Bible in their possession were put in the camp similar to the Nazi concentration camps, where all rights and all possessions were stripped from the inmates? Do you say, well, that's sort of kind of crazy talk here in 2022? Hmm. Take the time to actually read the last chapter of the Bible. That and much worse will happen. So do you know how long your body can survive if you only have access once a week to clean water for one hour? Most likely you and your family would die within that first week of something like that, only having access to water for one hour each week. The medicalnewstoday.com states, as a general rule of thumb, a person can survive without water for about three days. Three days. 72 hours. Being in and dwelling on the living word that we find in God's word is much the same. And honestly, most of us live in a very dehydrated state of what Jesus offered the woman at the well in the Gospel of John, chapter 4. Jesus answered her, All who drink of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever takes a drink of the water that I give him shall never, no, never be thirsty anymore. But the water that I give him shall become a spring of water, welling up, flowing, bubbling continually within him, 
unto, into, for eternal life. Since yesterday we spoke about praising God in song, last night the Lord drew my attention to a song by Casting Crowns titled, Only Jesus. You can check out the song at the very end of the podcast today, as well as it is also posted on the Psalms Cast Facebook page. This is a praise song that really resonates with me as I navigate through the month of December and all of the triggers and landmines of other people's expectations. Only Jesus. Here are some of the lyrics. Make it count. Leave a mark. Build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams. Chase your heart. Above all else, make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the lie that it was up to me to make a name the world remembers, but Jesus is the only name to remember. I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me, only Jesus. I've only got one life to live. I'll let every second point to him, only Jesus. Maranatha. Gracious Heavenly Father, Thank you for your word that we have heard today from the Psalms. You are so faithful, even when we are confused, lost, and have wandered from your path. You keep your eyes upon your beloved, us, and that is just too wonderful to comprehend or to fathom. Glory praise to you and you alone, Lord, because you not only hear our cries for help, but you meet our needs as well. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, these words and today's Psalms pierce our hearts and our minds with them. Use your words of truth to transform lives for our good and for your eternal glory. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being here today. How are you doing? Are you struggling with sickness or perhaps the stress of the holidays? My family members in Missouri, they're still struggling, and some of them are desperately sick. They don't understand what's going on or what the heck they have come into contact with. Everyone, they're just physically wiped out. They're drained. They're tired. They're fatigued. They can't sleep between the coughing, the stuffed up heads, the pain, body pain, ear pain, body pain, excruciating headaches that just go on and on and on, and a lot of other issues. Perhaps you or one of your family members is going through something very much the same. Yes, let's continue to pray over people who are struggling emotionally, physically, mentally. Yes, this is the time where we can show that we love our brothers and we love our sisters, and not just physical brothers and sisters, but spiritual buddies. If you are riding the struggle bus this week, friends, you're not alone. The Lord, he sees you and he is hearing your cries to him. He wants you to know you are precious to him. You are wonderful. He created you and he takes ownership of that. And you do matter. You matter so much that Jesus willingly took all of your failures every one of your sins upon himself as he hung on the cross and he died for you. Seriously, who else would be willing to take your place and wipe your record totally clean and spotless if it meant that they had to die? 
Your life has meaning. God created you for a purpose. Perhaps you haven't really ever thought of that. God does have a plan for your life. Start talking to him about it. Perhaps that is the reason that the Lord created PsalmsCast to encourage you to accept this invitation that our Lord, the Eternal One, has extended to you personally. That invitation, it was personally written for you in Jesus' blood. If you want to know more, if you have questions, if you need a resource, or perhaps if the Lord prompts you to ask for prayer and you just don't know where to go or to whom to ask, in just a moment, I'll share the contact number for you. And you are invited to call, to text, to email, to start a conversation. And yes, even a prayer need, because we are committed to lifting your prayers to the Lord. And no, you don't have to get caught up on, oh my gosh, this is so complicated. I don't even know how to explain it. Simple works. Your name, a prayer, that you have a prayer need, and any one or two things that you might want us to know. Remember, God already knows the situation and he already has the solution. And as I was praying this week, the Lord gave me a list of holiday do's and don'ts. And so I want to take just a moment to go over one of them. Be kind to yourself. You matter. You are important. And God loves you just as you are. Now, the PsalmsCast contact methods. If you're calling, you want to text, or you, you're, you're using WhatsApp, the number is one 470 To email, that would go to psalmscast at gmail.com. If you are on Facebook, you can find the PsalmsCast page there. There you can interact, you can ask questions, you can like, you can follow, and yes, you can share the podcast episodes with people that you know. And if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a day. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. Have a blessed day and God bless. See you tomorrow. In five seconds, the song will begin. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, and it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I
Jesus